हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट यूनिट नाइन टाइपोलॉजीज ऑफ सिटीज एंड आवर टॉपिक इज द इंडस्ट्रियल सिटी एज वी हैव सीन अबाउट द मर्चेंट सिटीज पाउड द वे फॉर द इंडस्ट्रियल सिटी ग्रोथ एंड डेवलपमेंट दिस डेवलपमेंट वाज एन इम्पॉर्टेंट इनग्रीडियंट for the industrial revolution all over the world in this period factory production was the most important and most significant development the industrial cities were distinct from the merchant cities in one most important as respect which was the introduction of the factory production by concentrating production in the factories the owners reduced production cost and increased profits factories were set up near the source of power at that time the main source of power or energy was the coal in this process of factory production several cities grew up which we can see even now in this process of industrial revolution the first industrial cities grew in britain which was the first country to experience the industrial cities the industrial cities were fast growing cities and at alarming pace and speed we can understand this fact with the example of manchester which was an industrial city in england its population in 1760 was 17000 and by the year of 1830 it has increased to 180000 we can thus see a strong connection between industrialization and the process of urbanization actually it was process of urbanization which paved the way for industrialization as the growth of the merchant city showed the way to industrialization this holds true for the other parts of the world too other countries industrialization process too went through many of these stages the population of these industries industrial cities had alarmingly grown during the industrial period the nature and character of these industrial cities were entirely different from other old city types there grew side by side a number of unhygienic and slum areas in these cities the old social norms became weak and the old family and kinship ties either broke down or became loose in the process of the new city life there also grew many social evils which were not witnessed during earlier periods the industrial cities consisted of a central area in which the factories and the railway yards exist the encircling this industrial and business core were the poor housing areas of the mass of the workers around the slums 
along with the factory and the railway yards. There were the houses of the wealthier class who sought to escape from the unhygienic condition and the noise of the central business districts. The city thus became dense and populated coupled with all types of social evils during this period of its evolution. The shadow or exposure of the city covered wide areas. The rural urban distinction could be made easily in the industrial cities. Thus the industrial cities were marked with the characteristics of the modern city which we witness during our time. The pace of growth stretched the existing infrastructure to its limits and beyond. Pollution increased in these cities due to the industries without industrial waste management. These cities therefore had several negative aspects like development of slum, lack of infrastructure, unhygienic conditions disparity between the rich and poor, congestion, crime and delinquency. Now let us move to the next point post-industrial city, a future construct. Cities are agglomerations as we have learned so far. The reason for their growth was the need of the people and their activities who reside within their limits. The industrial cities grew as stated as a result of the industrial revolution. Not in advanced countries there may be two trends which can affect the future form of cities. The first trend is the replacement of the manufacturing is the information processing stage. The second is the advance in telecommunications. In the contemporary period, face-to-face -face communication does not require physical proximity. It is possible through other means such as through internet, mobile, etc. Industrial houses do not require establishing their offices in a particular city only. The post-industrial city in a way will be no more a city. People may be located anywhere across the surface of the earth in their respective houses. Expansion of the service sector of the economy and development of call centers for example are all evidence of this factor. Now let us conclude the unit. On the basis of the above types of city we may conclude that no single system of classification can truly depict the varied feature of cities. But these classification and typologies help us to understand the general character of a city. If we consider the Indian city or for instance any European city, we can see more than one type in a single city. So in a strict sense we cannot give an accurate and precise topology of the city, 
the maximum that we can do is to categorize them on the basis of their broad features. Most of the Indian cities are administrative center of a high intermediate or low levels, but side by side they are also religious and cultural centers. The religious cities are also happen to be where large scale production is also going on. So, no typification system can be pure. Not long ago a city was easy to define. In olden days it had a defensive wall around it. In due course the wall was scaled and the city spread to adjoining areas. Delhi is a good example of this kind of city. Their functions thus also get diversified according to the changed time and changed needs of the people. So, a single city may exhibit the character and nature of more than one type of city. Now, let us wind up the session and we have come to the end of the unit. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.